Hello everyone, welcome back to the One Talk podcast here with your host Ryan. We have got the Pantheon crew in today. We've got Ryan Shilaporto back, I've got that correct. Yeah, you nailed it again. <laughs> Kudos, sticker I mean, for you. It's yeah. legally Edwards. Yeah. Edwards. Yeah, yeah, it's legally Edwards. Shilaporto is just the, the sexier version. So yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll that'd be I European talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what was that? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> scallop pony. Yeah, scallops. Yeah. Scallops. Ryan Scallop. And we've also got Logan Baker. Baker, yep. Yeah, That's the one. I've got a card here if you'd like it. Oh, happy days. I'll take that. <laughs> I brought sure. that just for you, actually. Oh, how about that? Yeah. In presence. Logan Baker, director. I won't take that? anything from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I see some white stains. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Don't I, smell it. I try, I try the drop and it's stuck to my hand. <laughs> that, 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 that's, part of the, that's part of the appeal. You just can't let go once you get a hold of it. It's a good sales pitch. <laughs> Is that glue? No. <laughs> It's close enough. <laughs> Doesn't taste like glue. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Matt, last name? Tyro. Tyro, Matt Tyro. Welcome, lads. Thanks, mate. Thank you for having us. Oh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, great ba- back here. again. So I was like, oh, let's go. Let's, let's bring the whole crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're missing one too. One? Who's the, the other person? Uh, should we even bother talking about him? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, so. He's a ranger. It doesn't even count. <laughs> Yeah, he's so he's ginger, um, <laughs> and he looks like a, he just looks like a dwarf. But yeah, he's a bit he's a bit scared of talking. I think yeah, just in general. So um, we're gonna have to do it without him. I mean, it, yeah. it, it kind of could have been funny to um, have him here and have that awkward kind of uh, dwarf feeling from him. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> sitting at the end of the table, and you look at him, you're like, "You got anything to say?" No, your mum's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> is he his go-to? Yeah. Is, yeah. is he Irish? No. So no. he's not a leprechaun. No. No. He no. looks like one though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like one that's been Scottish bashed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Isn't it Scottish or something? Oh, that, that's probably where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. 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 But yes, no. he is missing. <laughs> I'd like to start off. How did you guys all meet each other? Like, what's the what's the backstory here? Have you heard of um, Tinder? Yeah, <laughs> I bet the grinder. Yeah. I was gonna say, isn't it grinder? I was totally catfished. <laughs> um, I met originally. I met Matt Tyro um, years ago. I don't know how, how long have I known you now? Like six, seven years. Too long. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's met me, it's too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, we started we started security together years ago, and we've worked since. Well, wow, so. I would never pick you to do security. Oh really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I scream insecurity, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I met I met Tyro years ago, um, and yeah, I've kind of like progressed through security and everything like that with him. Um, it was a horrible experience, and um, and I ended up meeting Ryan when I was actually poaching him from another security company to come work yeah. for our security company. Mm. So. Little yeah. eighteen-year-old Ryan, he, he he saw the young, the young freshness on my face, and he was like, "Come, come with me." Yeah. Fresh <laughs> <from Tinder>. yeah. <laughs> I will mold you in my image. <laughs> and I was like, "He seems really cool." And then I got to know him, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's too late." <laughs> Probably yeah, was quite parasitic. Like, like that. I remember that? Yeah. What was that? I molded you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I so I'm so, so Tyro was basically um, running the street walk. On Ocean Street for a number. Are you familiar with Ocean Street? Yeah, 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 yeah. Case, yeah. So we worked there for a number of years. Tyro before me, um, 
and we used to wear like the tactical vests with the body cameras and stuff like that and mm. basically patrol the, the streets and everything, work with cops and restrain people, everything like that. Um, and then he ended up leaving and I took over from him and then I did it for like three, three and a half, four years or something like that. Mm. And then, um, yeah, Ryan was just in and out doing his own thing in that duration as well. Oh, I'm going to do paramedics. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to work here. Uh, he was a little indecisive back in the day, but he's come. He's come a long way. <laughs> Found his feet. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I, I don't want to hurt people anymore. I, I, I want to he help them. He was a very them. conflicted individual, <laughs> and now I do boxing. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> back and forth. Back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been like that. It's a real struggle for him. But yeah, that's pretty much like I think. I don't think I missed anything. Yeah, and and, and um, Lewis, we we met through the company as well. So yeah, so he was the owner mm, of yeah. the of the security company we all worked for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now he's um, he's one of our closest mates. So mm. yeah, yeah, it's been man. good. Great guy, but we won't ever tell him that to his face. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you we can, don't want to give anyone you can confidence. <laughs> Edit that part. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Every time his <laughs> name's mentioned, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a broken record. Just going. On. Sorry, sorry that that skipped for a second. <laughs> so how did the transition come from going to security to support services? Who wants to go first? Oh, well, I I literally was have been doing like supports for a while now, and I was just looking into it, like I said last time, and and really really wanted to get a bit more experience and a bit more knowledge in the area. And the first person that popped into my head was Logan, mm. and I literally just rung him one afternoon while I was walking home, just to kind of. Um, get a feel and uh, just to get his knowledge and input um, because um, uh, Logan's actually got a degree in, is, is it marketing? And yeah, business marketing. Business marketing. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, this is a guy that I know is reasonably nice. He's, he's reasonably tolerable. <laughs> so I can- I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, like he's going to give me some good information. So when I approached him, he was like, um, dude, I'm literally already doing that, uh, like um, with with Aegis and stuff, and I, I'm not as caught up with those guys as they are in that. So they're, they're the experts. But and then we just got talking, and 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 we brought Tyro and Lewis on board, and we all just got together, um, like gremlins being fed after midnight, and just went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and literally it's just sort of just taken off from that. Yeah, and just um, you know, Lewis came in with that uh, like <coughs> that knowledge of actually owning a business. Um, Tyra's got that first hand experience um, uh, with, with with your son and with working at the hospital yeah. now and stuff, and then now being a, a, a director of another um, company. Um, sorry, not director, uh, managing manager, operations manager. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Logan, doing everything that you've done with security, marketing, and pharmaceuticals. It's just, yeah. it was just perfect. And we all just got together and we're like, hey, yeah, let's do this. That's good because you see so many people trying to go independent and build something on their own. It's so hard to actually do that. Like I tried to do that for a year and a half of like NDIS stuff. It's so much easier and better when you have resources around you mm. and you come together as like a team of people. Collective. Collective, yeah. yeah. That's the basis of the, the, the name Pantheon as yeah. well. I think you said that. Yeah. It's yeah. an empowered collective and I think we all bring a unique perspective to the to the realm as well. Like I I, I got 
consecutively injured in the security role I was doing. So I had to get a full knee reconstruction and everything like that. I knocked myself out after I got good after that. And like, so, so basically yeah. he's saying he's a bit of a pussy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, just, I just kept getting injured and I was like, you know what, maybe it's time for a little bit of a career change because at this point I'd already, um, I've already finished my degree and I was like, well, let's try something else. So I, while I was still on crutches, I did an interview for a pharmaceutical company mm. um, and for that, I ended up getting the job, um, and then I worked in the in that pharmaceutical company for like a year, um, and I was exposed to like uh, the disease states that I promoted in were in schizophrenia, yeah, yeah. Uh, psoriasis, diabetes, uh, smoking addiction. Mm-hmm. So I got a, a good clinical um, sort of background in terms of because you know I was going around Queensland educating doctors on specific medications for these disease states. Yeah. Well. Uh, and then uh, after that, I ended up getting a role for an Italian-based pharmaceutical company that came to Australia, and I was part of the launch team for that. Um, and that was to bring in um, uh, COPD medication to Australia. Yeah. So <clears throat> that um that all sort of stemmed my like my drive toward going into mental health. And I've yeah. I've you know I've got my own sort of mental health battles like you know yeah. everyone else does. I think there's there's not one security guard you'll ever meet that, that doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. have <laughs> that doesn't have mental health problems and that's one of the famous lines that um matt who's not here today uh, matt lewis uh he said uh, someone asked him if he had experience in in mental health he's like i've run a security company for like nine years <laughs> i'm more qualified than probably anyone out there have, you, have so. you heard the guys i have to call on the onto these shifts these guys are nuts <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so that's that's sort of how i got into it and then um and then i sort of had a bit of a light bulb moment one day and i was like let's make let's make a community for people to come with it. It's a low impact environment. You know, people can just talk about what they want to talk about yeah. um, if they want to, because obviously there's still that stigma with men yeah. talking about mental health problems. Yeah. Um, you can be anonymous in our community. You can just come play games with the boys. You know, we're all ex military or security guard yeah. sort of people that like, you know, if you, if you are face to face, potentially some of us could look intimidating you'd be yeah. like, wow, I don't want to open up to these people, but you take that whole, that whole situation out of it and then you put us in an online platform and everyone's equal and you know we have we have great chats like in our um in our discord community and play games with people who've got issues we've we've like we just talk you know when people are having some issues and stuff like that that's the basis of ages our um our not-for-profit um that we hope to get our charity status soon um and then do some outsourcing like we've got connections to um o2 performance in kiwana my dad awesome. and brother are part owners of that <clears throat> um so they want to create like a social group through that we want to like uh fundraise and send um vets overseas to new zealand to do some hiking trips with these xsas boys and stuff like that so yeah, well. um yeah that's sort of the basis of where i got my inspiration everything like that yeah. but yeah that's amazing talking about going online too like supporting people that way because our world has become more digital but I, mm. like majority of support agencies only do face to face, and maybe some do phone calls and whatnot. But to actually be online, like things like Discord, where a lot of people are at as well. Yeah, like that's just that's really good <coughs> because that's a market you want to tap into because a lot of people struggle, and that's why they go online mm. and they don't want to go and see people face to face with support and things like that. Well, it just ta- it just takes the you know it's it's quite it's quite stressful. You know, people who have issues, you know, potentially they just want to they want to go into a low impact environment yeah. and be able to talk about something where they don't feel the stress of different stimulus. Like, you know, we go to a, su- a support group 
and instead of sitting in a circle, you're sitting in a in a private chat with someone who may have relatable experiences, and you can just talk to them about your experience. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like we're not giving clinical um, clinical advice because yeah. obviously we're not currently you know um, registered in that realm, but we can provide insight and perspective, which mm. I think in itself is quite powerful. And well, also having so. that safe space for people to open up and be vulnerable to. Oh, exactly mm. right. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think, yeah, like, like you said, it's that environment as well where sometimes if it is in Discord and you're playing, like I said, video games or something together and you're working <coughs> in, in cohesion with other people um, to achieve a specific goal, you know, it, it can be like in your downtime between lobbies and where you're just opening up about your, your day or your, your mental health and, and not feeling as lonely as you were at the start of the day. I think that's what really, really matters as well and can make a massive impact. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember myself, like go back to bit my story when I face some more challenges in mental health, like and I jump on the Xbox and play online, like, I'd be able to socialise with so many of my friends that way, even though I couldn't leave the house. It's like I was still being able to communicate and keep that socialisation. So decompression. Decompression, yeah. yeah. In a way, yeah. So about Pantheon at the moment, what type of groups do you guys have going on? Well, uh, at the moment, we're just really settling into the, our registration and stuff. But we, we'd, we've been trying to set up um, just between like our current clients just getting together and doing group activities. Me and Logan um, go down and do... A, uh, it's called Mutants and Masterminds game with two of our clients at the moment um, and that's just more of a it's, it's more connecting to individuals together that may have similar needs whilst providing a space where they can just have fun and be themselves yeah. um, but in future hopefully we can get more options available you know whether it's like a morning walk or a social space like logan was talking about at o2 mm. um but yeah at the moment it's we're just all hankering on that registration yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has been um frustrating <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was doing it today and so i'm just gonna yeah. punch my computer <laughs> you see these messages coming in on messages <laughs> like i am about to kill someone <laughs> It's like, whoa, Matt, you need to <laughs> do some Wim Hof. <laughs> yeah. I took it upon myself to, I'm getting these guys to send everything to me. I'm collating everything, going to be uploading it and all that sort of stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's, I don't know. So Matt, sometimes <laughs> I'm not the most patient person when it comes to At least you're conscious about things. it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Matt's director and like he takes on the role of secretary as well. So we're going to get yeah. him a commem like a commemorative um, skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can be our secretary. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'll wear it with pride. <laughs> you got the I'll legs it for it. For the boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, you, you are doing a great job. Like, because it is a painful, painful process and it does not make a lot of sense. And it is... So all these little intricacies that I've just sort of found that I'm like, oh shit, we didn't think about this and no. this little thing, and yeah. oh, we got to register this thing to get this thing, and it's like, oh. yeah, but have you registered for this thing so you can register for that thing inside of this thing and make an account for that registration so you can approve someone else's application to go in for that registration? What the fuck? <laughs> Did you do that cartwheel? We told you what to do as well. Send a video. Yeah, you need to upload a video of a backflip. <laughs> They're probably just sitting there behind the NDIS workers screening and everything. Thing, just go and watch this, watch this. Yeah. Fucking do it. <laughs> so is that just like a lot of support coordination type 
stuff as well. It, it, it's just everything. You've yeah. just got to like to go through the whole registration process. You've got to get it all you know, approved through the NDIS. So, like, you've got to, you know, have your constitution written up. You've got to have everything collated, your zero, your accounts, and they've got to pretty much say, hey, look, you're an actual company. Because you can be a company that runs unregistered, but uh, that doesn't really hold people very accountable and then that limits your options as an organisation. So, from our perspective, we were like, we want to do this correctly. We want to do this the right way. And we're not afraid to, you know, go through that registration. So we are held accountable and we hold ourselves accountable because unfortunately there are a lot of people out there that aren't registered and are getting away with a lot of things that sh- that shouldn't be, um, they shouldn't be and are taking advantage of the NDIS. And oh, so you mean like providers are not registered to, for the NDIS to support mm, instead of just yeah. going off their own ABN? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or they're, yeah. you know, they're charging higher than they should be and just kind of taking advantage of the situation where like you know we all have we all have some form of um, mental health experience whether that's you know um, your kid your brother um, yourself Mm. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) looks in the mirror (laughs) fuck you (laughs) you're the problem (laughs) Logan is actually our first client (laughs) I just don't know it yet Secretly, these guys are just pulling in cash for being around me. <laughs> this right now is the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Surprise. A massive bill already. For you. <laughs> oh, that's another 16 hours today. <laughs> <laughs> Go Pantheon. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, I love NDIS. It's just... Um, don't, it's just hard to get an NDIS package like when you're from trying to transition into that like it's hard to go through the process and get accepted. That's the one challenge I found when I used to do transitional work was actually getting people that package for people that actually needed it. Yeah. And getting that support. Oh yeah. It's definitely, it's difficult. Cause I've, I'd, I've had to go through it mm. for my son. Yeah. And, um, oh, that was a absolute shit fight. I've had mm. to do pretty much maybe about half of it myself yeah. because the first lot of things that I went through, um, like the regional Queensland thing is it's called Bush Kids. Yeah. Um, and that's the first point of call that you go through and we approached them first, went through GP, all that sort of stuff. We were supposed to go like jump through a few hoops and have a few visits, interviews, that sort of thing. They did one thing and then basically said, nah, we don't think there's anything going on. Mm-hmm. We can offer you this and that. And that was about it. And I was like, nah, fuck off. Like, I I know, I know my kid Mm. and there's, something needs to be done. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Gone off my own back, paid my own money, got a second opinion, went to another doctor, jumped through a whole heap of hoops and they said, yep, definitely something going on there. Basically got it down. So we did that, paid a lot of money for it, which I didn't care because I was like, that pissed off that I just wanted to get something done. Yeah. And um yeah, went through that and basically got a got a diagnosis uh for on the way to getting a autism mm. diagnosis. Um but they were able to give a, an initial diagnosis of global developmental delay, mm-hmm. um which is just a sort of an, an easy way into getting an NDIS package. Yeah. Before going down the big route of autism because mm. it's a for life thing 
It's a big thing. Yeah, 100%. So she, our doctor didn't want to go down that route straight away. She's like, no, we'll do this. Jump through these little hoops. We've got to go through all this sort of stuff. Do all these follow-ups and all that kind of thing. And it was it had to go back, back to Bush Kids. Yeah. Which I was a bit annoyed about because they pissed me off in the first time. Um, <laughs> like you said, he's not patient. <laughs> <laughs> and, go back um, to the people that fucked you over. But, what? <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it. Um, but obviously, and it's a government body as well. So, you know, it's going to take forever, which it's just, just the way the ball runs. And, um, yeah. Jumped through the hoops, did what we had to do, got it all sorted out and got a package. Mm. And, um, yeah, it was a bit of a shit fight, but now we're on the way to getting a, a full diagnosis. We're just waiting to um, yeah, get a couple more things signed off and uh, go through that. So I know that it's, it's, it's difficult. Mm. And, yeah, and I know, I mean, when someone is obviously – got some kind of disability you can kind of see that yeah sure mm. let's start throwing some money at them yeah um but when they're not you've got to jump through some hoops yeah it's like to, a lot of appointments you've got to prove yourself yeah. or you prove your kid or prove your brother or whoever it's going to be mm. um which is a bit frustrating but getting there yeah 100 so, is good but you know, it's it takes a bit of time yeah and it does. we know that and we know it's going to take time with getting our company up and running and things too. I mean, obviously we're going to be taking on people that have the packages already and that we can help them straight away and that kind of thing and we can provide those services. But, yeah, I think, I don't know, if it, is it something that we'd want to even look at to try and help streamline those kind of services and look at something that mm. uh, information and making things easier for people because a lot of people go into it and they, they have no fucking idea what they're doing. No. I didn't have an idea what no. I was doing. No. I was winging it Ooh. and just, <laughs> just we were just trying to go from one bit to another and, yeah. I, I think, you know, a, a lot of parents are in the same boat. A, a lot of people as well don't know exactly what they're entitled to and how to get there. So I think, I don't know, at the end of the day, Pantheon, we, we, we really want to be able to provide provide uh provide <laughs> sorry and ryan has Tourette's. um provide the full spectrum of support um be that helping people uh with packaging and helping them with support so i think at the moment we're mainly focusing on supports but that is something that i think will come Definitely, I I, yeah. I know myself, and I I know you guys pretty well. So I like to think that we aren't satisfied doing half-ass jobs. So I think that's no, something that will. That's definitely what. We're yeah, we we getting we, into it. Yeah, we want we want to do the whole thing. We want yeah. to be. And that, that's we'll another thing as well. Like I think because like these two obviously have first-hand perspective. Like mm-hmm. I, my 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 catchphrase for this year so far is perspective. I, I, yeah. keep, I bring it up like every day. Yeah. <laughs> it rings it rings me at eight a.m. Perspective <laughs> hangs perspective, up. Ryan. <laughs> okay, perspective. <laughs> so yeah, like these guys know firsthand how like you know, how detrimental it can be to someone or to someone, you, you know, someone you love. Um, so I think that is quality assurance in itself as well. You know, like, you know, that you wouldn't want to treat someone badly because like, you know, what if that was your son? Yeah. You know? And they know it's, you know, 
Perspective. Perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like that when you get in the field, though. You know, you want to help, but rather what you've seen around you or what you've been through yourself, and that mm. gives you like this sympathy as well to go in and support people and be patient with, obviously, with their challenges that they face. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it, and it is frustrating to watch. You know, it, I think what our what really brought us together as well is we were watching. I know Tyro felt the same way. And I was watching other providers and uh, other supports not do the right thing for people. And I think what we really want to do and what we're striving to do is really, really put the needs of our clients first and foremost and help them achieve their goals. And that's what the NDIS is all about. And I think a lot of people forget that it, you know, yes, it has been donated a lot of money, but it is first and foremost about the people Mm. and that's what you need to focus on uh, in order to get, you know, the best out of them. And I know for me personally, like I, I love my brother immensely and watching him achieve his personal goals thanks to the NDIS is amazing. Mm. Um, conversely, I've also seen my brother get taken advantage of yeah. and that was infuriating. Mm. So it's... Perspective. Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it is perspective too because like when I worked with NDIS... Like I always thought like they're my boss because essentially they are. They're the one with the package. Mm. They're the one that yeah. supports. I'm literally there just to support them as best as I can to get the results they want. Yeah, mm. 100%. Exactly. I'm just waiting for Logan to just keep coming in at random times perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to stop it. <laughs> it's becoming a tick at this point. <laughs> perspective. <laughs> so what do, what do you guys now? It's probably going to be hard asking you all at once, but we'll start with Matt. What would you do for your, say, coping mechanisms at the moment? Is it like gym? Is it going for nature walks? Like what do you do to help you cope with the life of being a father, work and everything else that happens in life? Probably I talk a lot of shit with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a, a good sort of outlet. It's usually aimed at me. I, I do abuse. <laughs> he, he just I'm actually a punching bag. <laughs> he <laughs> is a verbal punch. He takes it well. And you know what? Give it to yeah. him. He gets up every time every just time. by being a bin chicken. Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like just – and that's – and with what we talked about before with the whole Discord thing, like we'll, we'll get online – we talk shit together, mm. play games, um, and yeah, I'll, I'm trying to go to the gym a lot more um, because I kind of feel that you're looking good, man. Yeah, you are. I was, I was actually thinking <laughs> that when you got out of the car, I was like, "Holy shit, where'd the other half of you go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you do, man?" <laughs> I didn't want to give you the compliment that in front of everyone, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of my thing for myself personally, and I think. I think the missus hates it sometimes and I'm probably talking shit with the boys too a little bit too much. Yeah. But um she always says that I've um she's the, the fourth fourth wheel. Um, I'm actually in a relationship with uh, you two and Matt. Yeah, you are. Us, yeah. So. <laughs> she gets jealous. So she's catching jealous. up quick. <laughs> she's like it, you guys are attached to the hip. Like, uh, do I need to be worried? Well, you did me on Tinder, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I should stop sexting late at night. That's probably the giveaway. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's my thing. I, I talk shit. We abuse each other, but it's like it's that banter abuse of each other, which I think we we all get on well with, and um, which just I don't know. It's it's kind of a release at the same time as well yeah it's same as like playing video games going to the gym going for a run whatever it may be for a certain person yeah that's sort of 
And I think we all sort of relate on the same wavelength of that too because that's what we all do. Mm. And between the three of us and then obviously Matt as well. Yeah. Um, being the, the awesome foursome. We, um, yeah, it's, I think we, that's how we get on so well mm. together because we're, we're all like-minded yeah. doing the same thing. We it, like playing video games. We like talking shit. We like going to the gym. Mm. Um, and we want to help and support. Yeah. So, yeah, it, if we're not abusing each other, we're talking about how to support, which is a it's a funny <laughs> sort of <laughs> one extreme to the Stark next. contrast. Yeah. So, we care, yeah. but fuck I'm, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruining these guys' mental health. But anyway, let's get on to our clients. <laughs> No, I, I think it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't even feel like work when like you, you're chatting to these guys. Like like this is literally pretty much how we talk to each other on a daily basis. Like, it, But you can flick up from a very serious topic or uh, a very philosophical topic yeah. to just outright abusing each other. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's what's enjoyable. It's it's organic. It's, it's, it's working with people to achieve a goal and it, it feels natural and it feels easy. Mm. That's what you want. And then one thing I'm happy that you mentioned there too, like laughter and having fun because that doesn't really get named when you talk about mental health as mm. well and like helping mental health. But being able to laugh is fucking one of the best cures yeah. for mental health. 100%, yeah. 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 Logan's mostly the one that we <laughs> laugh at. He is the butt of all our jokes. He <laughs> literally cops it. He's just right. sitting there in silence now. Fuck me. <laughs> Why did I I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we um actually something mega therapeutic apart from because pretty much all that is is what I do too. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um yeah, so Ryan and I went with um, his brother to do uh, the nature hike we did. Yes, yeah. yeah so I we went on a hike, that. and I actually want to I want to I want to plan more of them because it was it was actually a phenomenal experience doing it in the it was pouring rain. Yeah. Well. Um, and we did Condalilla, mm. and we went down, uh, and we were at the bottom of the falls, and we we climbed up this huge rock right in front of the falls, mm. and we literally just had the the water splashing down and like just blowing in our face. It was like a temp, like a tempest straight in front <laughs> yeah. of you. It was like a powerful moment. Yeah. It was really cool. And then um we did some like Wim Hof breathing and like some meditation and stuff. And that yeah. was actually I came I came back from that and I was I was elevated for like yeah. it was like a good four days. I was just like, man, this is this is powerful shit. Mm. Like I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um and that's like that, that physical, that physical aspect of, um, like you know, decompressing, getting out into nature, and just is was awesome. You know, yeah. I loved that, and obviously, I like playing games with these guys. It's kind of hard though because they suck, and so I have to, <laughs> I got to carry them all the time. Dude, my back is so sore. <laughs> Negative KD. Yeah, yeah dude, especially I, him. Tyro sucks. Oh, no, so he's bad. he's better than me, man. I I only jump on Smite. There's like the one game I jump on, and uh, every other game I'm trash at. And then the, yeah. uh, these guys are, like doing their best, and they're like top of the leaderboard, and there's just me like at the bottom going, "I'm an anchor. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm trying." My best it, guys. It's, um, it was awesome though because like sometimes we'll have the, just these randomly organic nights where there's like 
it'll be it's usually just me and Tyro that will just be sitting in in the Discord chat at about seven thirty, like like clockwork every day. Yeah, and then you know one person will join, and then another person will join, and then Ryan will join on his phone. Like, oh yeah, I'm just oh yeah, I'm I'm doing something. I'm sorry, I'm at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I'll literally be on the Discord. But then you'll come home at like twelve and be like, hey, you guys still on? (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to go. But like, wake up. Go to that. We have like there's like eight people. Yeah, in, in our Discord chat, and then we all just randomly turn our videos on, mm. and we all just like kind of just stop playing games and just talk, yeah, and it, it just happens organically. And like I, I was telling Ryan the other day because, um, like his, his his brother, it was like a big thing for him to come into like the, the Discord chat and like talk and everything like that. And he jumped his um, he he like even put his like video on. I'm like, I love the fact that people feel comfortable enough to come in here, mm. put their video on, yeah. and just have a chat and just talk shit. Mm. Like it's, it's good for everyone. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. But we're like, you know, we're all security guards and don't have the most PG sense of humor. <laughs> so it's, it's, we're, we're not necessarily niche, like a little niche group, Yeah, but you know, you sort of have to have a little bit thicker skin, I guess, to be hanging around, <laughs> especially me because I just get <laughs> pelted like <laughs> verbally on a daily basis. But you know what? If Fuck. it's, if, it, if, it, if it's for the betterment of everyone, yeah. you know, <laughs> the, the banter is graphic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that, that's part of the fun. It's yeah. truly abusive, yeah. but that's okay. You know. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I cry yeah. later on. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think though, when you just be open and like just completely be yourselves in this call, that's why probably people do feel comfortable mm. coming in because yeah. then they can see who you guys are, yeah, what yeah. it's about, and you just feel comfortable straight away. Well, yeah, There's no guards up. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. been like a few times where like, you know, someone will come into the Discord and it's that like awesome moment where they open up. They're like, man, I've just bah, 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 and they tell you about their day and, mm. and everything that's going on. And it's just the fact that you can be there listening and it, how privileged you are to, you know, hear this person's story and they're, they're coming to you and asking for advice. Like I, I know these guys are always there listening and uh, and ready to give advice. Like I know my brother's jumped on a few times with, with Logan and, and, has felt comfortable just chatting about you know his day and you know what's on his mind and you know i'm very very privileged and i feel very blessed to have you know these boys that he feels comfortable to talk to and um it it, It makes me feel it makes me feel awesome (laughs) too like i've told both these guys like i've had my own struggles and everything like that and it helps to validate me and as to why i'm here on this Mm. planet you know and it makes you you gain a sense of purpose as well. Yeah, it's like the fact that someone has been it's it would it would have been unheard of for someone to do that in the past, mm. and now they're, they're you know chucking their video on, talking to me, opening up, having a fun conversation, and and interacting with others. Mm. It's huge. Like it's, it's it's massive. Mm. So I I feel freaking awesome. Mm. Like I I think I tell Ryan every single time. Like I'm just like I dude. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, I actually uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. It, it, it helps that my brother is literally the funniest person you'll ever meet. <laughs> yeah, he's actually <laughs> literally yeah. like if, if he ever gets a chance to come on this, you are in for a good time. Yeah, oh, I, I would actually love that. Let's <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. He makes everyone crack up. <laughs> there is literally he's the funniest guy. I'm down for that. <laughs> but I understand what you mean because today well, I was telling you this before. I was up at Rainbow Beach, and um, I was walking um, past the surf club up there, and some lady was walking. She looked. She was a support worker supporting this dude and he looked at me and said oh g'day and I looked at him and said oh g'day mate how are you and just had a little chat with him and she like after she came over to me and just thanked me for doing it because apparently everyone else that he said hello to just walked away and like freaked out and I was really? just like yeah I, like at first I was just like that's weird like anyone would do that to him and I was just like 
Yeah, you got to just be nice to the people eh? and just say good day. If someone says good day, no matter what they're going through or who they are, you know, you can make someone's day. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, like sometimes in the community, it, I find when I'm working with clients, uh, especially clients that have more prominent physical disabilities as well, mm-hmm. they're not really acknowledged like I'll be at a restaurant with one of my clients and, you know, they'll come and look at me to order and I'll just be like, why are you asking me, man? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, there's another person right it's there. Disrespectful. Like please, please just like, you know, look over there. It's that stigma and stereotype kind of thing. Always in a wheelchair. Don't. So we obviously can't yeah. order food can't, for, can't think for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah. do yeah. anything. And it's just like, oh, I've got to to talk to the person that's with them not actually treat them like a normal human, human being yeah, yeah. Mm. i think it's, yeah it's i don't know i've seen it that's it like a lot of the challenges that you times. can face is not always with the clients like the people around as well yeah yeah, yeah. That's a lot and of the challenges from that and that can have a horrible effect on their mental health like yeah. imagine going to the shops every day and not even being acknowledged standing at the counter like you know ready and pretending like you don't even exist like mm-hmm. i can't imagine how horrible that would feel. I get annoyed when like, I text someone and they don't reply instantly, <laughs> let, let alone like standing in front of someone getting ready to, you know, get your Maccas or whatever. And they've completely brushed over you and looked at the person beside you. And this is happening every single day. So I think it's really, really important that we kind of, you know, promote that message of, hey, like, you know, make an effort, say hi. Like, it's not hard. It's a, it's a general human courtesy to acknowledge another human being and, you know, just because, you know, someone may be disabled, it doesn't mean they're not capable of doing things on their own. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Because I was actually just about to ask you, what advice would you give someone who is not educated around that as well? But that kind of just sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I think um, with with mental health and stuff as well, like for someone that's not necessarily educated on it, it's it's, it's hard to have patience sometimes with people that are mentally ill. I know that I even still even aware of people's um, mental health issues. I struggle with that patience because it's like, fuck, you know, just, just God, why can't this be easy? Why, why don't, why don't you just understand? Why do I have to keep explaining myself or why, why am I having this issue? But I think if you can remember and to have a little bit of patience and that they are trying in their own way, Mm. I think that, is uh, that you know that'll change the entire way you react to someone i'm sure you, it, matt's probably got the most patience out of everyone here having children oh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he it's says he has a problem a, with it but <laughs> it's a challenge yeah. and yeah it's it's been very hard to try and figure out that fine line of what's a little shit toddler and what's autism like, and we've spoken to a doctor about that and all those sorts of things. And it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult, very, yeah. very difficult. And yeah, just trying to figure out that fine line and the balance of what, what do you do? What do you not do? How do you react? Like how stern do you be? How lenient do you be? Like where, where's that line? Mm. And yeah. And I think that, that's a big problem for a lot of people too mm, and a lot of parents and brothers and sisters and aunties and whoever is dealing with something like that in the family where they don't know how to react or they don't know how to treat that 
person, whether they're a family member or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, that patience is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's difficult. Yeah, I, I can see tell that. You that. I see that a lot because you know I work with the youth, and a lot of it is because parents don't know how to actually um, like cope with these challenges at the face of their kid. That's why they come to obviously youth service to try and help, but there's no really education out there for parents to get support in this mm. as well. Mm. Like it's man, like oh my kids troubled or my kids facing challenges here it is but um to be able to educate the parents more so too so they can also learn for not just the kid that they got but they might have other kids too growing up that they can help out yeah and and it's hard like you said there's no services there and i know my mum struggled with it as tyra said you know it's hard it's you you know where is that boundary like you you want to be able to treat them in you know um and respect them as an individual but there are certain behaviors that and boundaries that you do have to draw a line with and figuring out which those are is complicated and it depends on the person you know like uh, like autism in itself asd is a spectrum you you, you never know what a person's going to be like until you meet them and then you you know you've found out a little bit more about them Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing to cope with because, like, when I was um, going through my stuff, like, um, you guys don't know, but my, my my backstory, like, I was addicted to drugs from age eleven to eighteen. So from that period of my life, like, my mum, like, I didn't live with mum. She had no idea, like, how the fuck to handle me because I was just a loose wreck. And there was no support around that. Like, there was support for me, but not for my mum. I feel like if she had support, then things would have been a lot easier for her than putting all that stress on her. Maybe it's something that Pantheon could look into, like a parent group or something. Oh, I've, yeah, I've <laughs> thought about that kind of yeah. thing and then the whole with our not-for-profit stuff as well for the for ages, like trying to meld those things together because like it'll be good to offer the supports to the people that need it, but then who's educating and supporting the people that are closest mm. to them? Yeah. I mean, would be going to go do an eight-hour day with a client mm. for instance sake, but for the rest of the time... It's the brother, it's the sister, it's the mother, it's the father, it's the uncle, whoever is looking after, parent, guardian, whatever. Mm. They're with them a good chunk of the time too. Yeah. Unless they're under 24-7 care. But there's, yeah, it's, they need to be aware. Like, I'm not saying they they need to go do a a bloody two-week course or something like that. But just like Mm. having that support and that awareness, which I think is something that we want to bring out a lot more. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of places and companies and people that are trying to do that already, but mm. yeah, I think we find that we all meld well together wanting mm. that too because we've been through it and we've seen it mm. happen so Did many times. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. was the last one, I swear to God. <laughs> and I am officially done Literally <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> Holding his microphone. Oh God! Please, can I say it now? <laughs> so we're room shaking. <laughs> so do you guys work with youth as well? Because I think you were saying that, Ryan. You yeah, we youth. we've got a few younger guys and stuff um, uh, that that are there um, predominantly at the moment. It's um, still just like personal stuff, um, but yeah, we've got a few younger guys. Um, one of our guys, Jasper, does work with a few young people, mm. um, and he he loves that type of stuff. So, and I I I, pre- I usually do myself like older clients, kind of my age to a little bit older, 
Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So we, we are trying to branch into that type of stuff as well. Like I said, it's just waiting for this registration. Yeah. It's all right. I'm going to be playing it all tonight. I know. It's, it's so beautiful <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and to talk about like the good side of work, because I know with me, like I've worked in the mental health space for four years. Doesn't feel like I've worked. I've doesn't feel like I've had a day at work in those four years because the job's so rewarding. Because like I always say, like my hardest days are the best because that's when you get the best results. Because that's when that's when people need you the most. So it's so rewarding in that way. Like, what would you guys say is the best thing about being able to support people? I, I like I like seeing progress. Yeah. To be honest, like I th- I think that. You know, there's someone, so coming from, you know, someone, if someone has schizophrenia, right, they're predominantly a, you know, a, a fairly sedated individual mm. due to the medication that they're on. Being able to get someone out of the house to go do do stuff mm. and give them a lifestyle in general. Otherwise, they're just like, you know, at home like a zombie. Yeah. Like being able to actually just help them integrate into society and and do normal things that humans do mm. and actually enjoy your life, I think is very rewarding. I like it when people also open up to me, mm. um, you know, they feel, I like gaining people's trust. Mm. Um, I don't know why I was about to laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> I like gaining people's <laughs> trust. But no, it, it feels great because, you know, someone trusts you enough to be able to open up and, mm. and actually outline what they're going through and, you know, you, they can come to you and talk about problems. Yeah. To me, that's like, I, I know whenever I, you know, do stuff with, um, with Ryan's brother, I, I feel great after it. Mm. I, I think I texted you the other day. I was just like, I yeah. had a sick day today. Like, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was actually awesome. And I was like, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Stop texting me. How did you get this number again? <laughs> it was a one-time thing on Tinder. Don't. <laughs> Grinder. <laughs> I was catfish, remember? Come on. <laughs> I think Logan's the biggest catfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Told you, it's, 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 just, it's the banter, it's the abuse. Just, just, just take it, just do it. God, fuck I love my life. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's sitting here just like, man, this guy is getting absolutely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, these guys uh, own a company that's supporting people? What the fuck? <laughs> we'll support everyone else except you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have to condense all of our negative energy <laughs> On one person. <laughs> I'm a literal focal point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's got a, a punching bag, whether it's uh, emotional or metaphorical or physical. I, I just take it as a compliment. You know? yeah, we, we, it's we, a compliment. Yeah, we love we, you. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love punches. <laughs> I only hit you because I love you. <laughs> Otherwise, why would we keep you around? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I... I I know. I, do. Um, I love you. But <laughs> going back to the question, um, yeah, Logan does have a bang on. I think for for me personally as well, it's seeing people connect with others. It's seeing those genuine connections, and um, it's it's inspiring to see someone that may not have any you know connections originally able to open up like, like it's kind of like that growth thing but for me it is a very connection thing it's being able to connect with another human and and feel 
what they've been through and, 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 and understand and be able to empathize and be able to provide something of value to their life. Mm. That, that for me is the best feeling. Yeah. hundred percent. But yeah. What about you, Matt? I definitely agree. Both like the progress, the growth. I mean, I've been in a job that I've basically had to be an asshole most of the time and Mm. be that hard ass and, be physical and all that sort of thing, and people look at you as the uh, the problem. The, yeah, the <laughs> you are. <laughs> you the, really the, are the tough <laughs> guy that's going to beat you up. But, You've got tough stickers. And I, <laughs> but I feel the amount yeah, of times we've heard that. <laughs> it's that sort of. I think I finally got to that turning point of like, I wanted to get away from that mm. sort of mindset and that stereotype and that that stigma that i've had for like eight years now Mm. um and because i used used to work at the hospital as well um i used to see a lot of mental health and disability patients like on, on a daily basis and dealing with that kind of stuff and that opened me up to things where i was like i was having to be that bad person unfortunately being in the security industry and i've i got to that point where i was like i don't i can still be that bad person if i have to but i'd rather not yeah i'd rather be that helping and supporting person because i don't know how they're feeling yeah i don't you don't know how anyone's feeling unless you actually sit down and talk to them for an extended period of time and then you probably don't even scratch the surface Mm. um and yeah i just want to see I want to see that progress and that growth, but also see that progress and growth within myself Mm. and change how I've been and how I've thought for so many years as well. Yeah. That's kind of what drives me. I totally agree with that too. Mm. Like I definitely like that resonates with me a lot because Mm. you you become, I think there's not one person. Like I I always used to talk to you about it. Like you just You hate people Mm. Like by the end of it You're just like You hate everyone Yeah And if someone was Like we've we've dealt with Like overdoses And and stuff like that And it's just like You feel You feel really um, You feel hard pressed To feel sorry for people The apathy Kind of It's just just because You're like Well you put yourself In that situation Now you're dealing With the consequences That's your fault Yeah You know And it's It gets to the point Where that's really draining On your your character Mm. As well In my opinion yeah, and I yeah. think that's like, yeah, uh, I can see that with everyone here. Like, yeah. yeah, I think everyone that's kind of been in that service, you, you you take a lot upon yourself. Like I found for me personally, when I started to step away from security, as well, I I I, I couldn't continue that that to be in that environment because it does take a toll on you. It's every day you're seeing uh, people not behave in the best way, and you to protect yourself and to protect others around you, you almost build this persona and at some point it becomes hard to switch off Mm. and you're just a dick. And so figuring out where you began and where that kind of persona started is, is a a trick in itself. And I'm sure these guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And Mm. like, it, it, it's hard, like so. Have a bit of patience with security guards, please, because they they yeah. do. <laughs> um, we they just, you guys say it's like because obviously we all have feminine and masculine energy. If like the feminine energy just starts to drain out in that line of work, and they just become more masculine, 
I, I don't think it's masculine or feminine per se. I think it's just, just hatred. It's yeah. yeah, it's just genuine hatred. Like you just, you know, it, I I know personally, it got to the point where it's just like someone's like you know in tox trying to get into a club or something. I get cold on the radio to go over and remove them, mm. and. It's like, you know, you get out the front, the guards, you go in, you go inside, wrap them up, drag them out, and then it's no longer the, the venue's problem. It's yeah. your problem now as well because you're on the street mm. and it's like there's just two of us and now we're now we're getting into a physical altercation with someone who's just drunken off their face. I feel like there'd be like 90% of people. So I don't think many people want to oblige oh, yeah. to what you're like, saying. Mm-hmm. I think over the duration that we would have done street walk in total, hundreds of like physical altercations because I used to have to do the stat sheets and stuff. And yeah. it, it was just huge. It was a huge number, mm. you know. And it's just you know you start you start wearing thin very quickly on on the stuff that you can take. Yeah. And then you start sort of going over the top a bit as well. And at that point, it's like it's, man, you need it's to got step that away. expiry. Sort yeah. of you need to step away because like you're either going to get hurt, like what I've had, <laughs> or you're going to hurt someone else, which is what I've had. And it's like yeah. you don't feel good about it. Like you don't want to go out and hurt people, you know. Like, just trying to get a job. If someone was getting into, like someone listening to this might be starting their career in security. Do you mm. guys have any advice for that? I uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so. No, no. It, uh, they can message me if they want a training course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Logan.r.baker on Instagram if you want to, if you want to private message me, anything to do to uh, join our Discord community for Aegis or if you want to get your security license, feel free to message me. Um, We'll put you in the right direction. But there are actually like a <laughs> lot of, um, of <laughs> positives that I got out of it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was a very sheltered kid. in sc- Not sheltered. I was a very quiet, reserved kid. Mm. Um, my dad was in the military. I had a, like a relatively strict upbringing. Um, and like I, I hated school. I didn't really want to be at home either sort of, sort of deal. Um, so I, was, I, I sort of came out of school and I was like just this little mm. just reserved in, in the corner kind of kid. And then I started security and I came out of my shell a bunch. I got a lot of confidence, but mm. with confidence being like an 18, 19 year old, 20 year old kid, mm. you know, that's, that quickly becomes ego. Yeah. Um, and you see that with a lot of security guards and, and things like that. Um, we we have that all one. been there as well. There's not yeah. one of us that hasn't. Yeah. Um, and it takes perspective <laughs> <laughs> and time in the industry to, to realize that, look, just because you have a, a badge or, you know, it doesn't matter what line of work you're in. You're not above every, anyone. Mm. Like we're all human beings at the end of the day. We're just trying to make money. Just um, doing your job basically. You're just doing your job, but there are people who do the wrong thing and that's with every facet of life. Mm. Um, but it does do a lot of positive things. You get, you're, you're able to communicate with people a lot better. Um, you do gain confidence, um, but you just need to make sure that you're not taking it to that overconfident level where that turns into ego and then you start getting, you know, this bravado and mm. and this sense of worth that's more than other people just because yeah. you know you're letting people into a club it doesn't work like that i try not let shit get to your heart too because i imagine people just say the most absurd shit oh it, yeah. yeah well that's what grinds in you too yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah and i've dealt with so much of that when i was working at the hospital too like when you're having highly either disabled or like schizophrenic any kind of mental health mm-hmm. sort of disorder that you dealing with down there and they're saying and doing all these things and you it's hard to like bring down that wall that you have to keep there yeah being in that industry and being in that environment because they're saying and doing all these things and you're just like you're getting worked up but then you're trying to understand like what they're going through 
and how they're feeling. Mm. I mean, yes, there's probably a lot that have put themselves in that position and have put themselves in some kind of drug psychosis or whatever it may be. Yeah. Fair enough. But still, it doesn't mean that it gives you the license to beat the crap out of them because they're being annoying to you. Mm. So, and there's that fine line of like, you've got to know how to deal with that. Yeah. And yeah, that opened me up a lot to things and like being as much as I have not liked the security industry, it's opened me up to a lot of things and given me experience and knowledge and just, yeah, it's like what Logan said, it's it's opened me up to being, being more out there. Mm-hmm. I was a pretty shy, reserved kid. I never really did much. Like I wasn't out there, anything like that. Never talked much, anything like that. But it was, yeah, and now, I don't know, I'm still like that. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't talk for the sake of talking, but it's just on a it's podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just um, shut up, Matt. <laughs> I've just, yeah, I, I think I found myself a bit more, and it's it's made me grow and mm. gain perspective. <laughs> I found that when I started working the mental health, like because I got into work in the mental health when I was twenty, I like straight away, I not just humbled me, but made me. me so made me mature real quick like yeah quickly mm. because like i was in these environments where i'm supporting people but i'm seeing like the real side of life too and like being able to help people through that mm. and like yeah i saw a big switch within myself and growth just from working in this industry yeah it's no, amazing. I, I love it i big definitely change, yeah definitely yeah these guys are bang on the head like it does give you you know uh, a, a lot of you have to be confident in yourself to do that job and otherwise you don't last long at all. And you Just have get to rolled on. Yeah, yeah. and you, you have to back yourself and you have to do that. And definitely Logan's 100% right. You can develop a massive ego. It, I know I did for sure, you know, like you get compliments or, you know, or, or vice versa, you get that negative compliment. So you don't really know how to kind of build yourself up because like you're hearing one thing and you're hearing another and then you're like fuck what what am i actually like what type of person am i so it's very easy to lose yourself um but like i think every 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 security guard's experienced it like you get into it and you can tell which ones are the new guards because they walk around with that swagger and you're like he's gonna be fucked up in six months yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was saying the other day it's like it's like a three-month thing yeah you have you have the trial period where you just get a job and then they're just like constantly just just sprinting around venues. So they're just like, oh my God, oh my God, there's so much going on. I've got yeah. to turn Flustered. And then they slowly become like their chest just slowly starts puffing out. <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah, dude, I'm the man. This is sick. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what's funny is that with, and we've all seen it with going into security industry, there's been quite a number of people that have segued into support work, haven't they? Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah few people that we've worked with in, mm-hmm. in the company yeah, and that sort of thing. I, 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 and, and now we're getting into that and it's like yeah. it's i don't know it's a weird segue from those sorts of things I, and obviously there's like different industries within the security industry that you can work into that's going to yeah. be either positive or negative going into mm-hmm. that kind of work but 
I main. think the yeah. good ones are the, like I you, you can tell, and I and I, I use that term loosely because you know I, I'm not judging people based upon their character, but I, I think you know there are people that genuinely are out there to help and make money, and like you know I I there was sometimes in security where I felt very privileged to be able to assist someone to get home safely, or or, or, or genuinely help someone that was in an uncomfortable situation, and that was a privilege, and I enjoyed that aspect of the job, mm. and I think those are the types of people. That that are segueing off yeah. from security into these professions and the others that may not be in it for those purposes are the ones that tend to stay for a little, a little bit longer and yeah and 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 you see you see them there and, and their like, ego just builds yeah, oh, yeah. Like i could i could name probably 40 of them right now like yeah yeah, true. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know it is what it is and like um it, it's hard working with those types of people because you can't it, it, it's very difficult to try and you know relate to them on on, on a personal level when you you know we'd just be there to make money make sure people get home safe you know do the job like it's supposed to be done yeah and then there's people going around trying to stir up fights or trying to you know you know make fun of people or bring people down and you're like that's that's not the job that's not yeah. what you're here to do yeah, because I've found that coming into like support work, it's a lot of um, security and also military, ex-military as well. Like obviously those two bouncing around a lot that I've worked with. I I, th- I think, you know, it is a very team-based environment though. Yeah. Mm. Like I think that's maybe why they could be going into support work because it's it's – you're used to you know helping people in vulnerable situations and you're used to working like together with someone to achieve something so it could be like a very comfortable environment for people i know moving from security and stuff it, you know i i felt very well equipped to you know direct people in the right direction um i don't know about you fellas i think you got to be you got to have a thick skin mm. to be in support work too yeah like yeah, you've got definitely. to you gotta have that thick skin. You've gotta have like a strong head on you. Like you've gotta know that you're confident and know what you're doing. And yeah, there's those segues from other careers into that kind of work, which we've started to see. And yeah, I don't think. I mean, what my first job was at Woolies. I couldn't see myself going from working at Woolies to being a support worker and directing a company of trying to build something big that's actually mm. going to make a difference. Mm. So, mm. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that do segue from some random job into doing what we're trying to do. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think you've definitely got to have that that head about you and that, that thick skin because, and then a lot of the times when you're dealing with someone who's got, say, a, a high level of disability like, autistic or something like that that I've dealt with on numerous occasions that they're extremely strong extremely violent can snap like in the space of two seconds from going from super happy to they want to punch your head in Mm. and they don't obviously don't know any better because that's whatever's going on in their head just isn't isn't firing the right way and you've got to deal with that the best way that you can Mm. and yeah, you've got to be either physically fit, you've got to have the right head on you, you've got to know how to communicate, you've got to know how to negotiate. We do all that in security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do it in military, you do it in police, yeah. you do it in all those sorts of roles, paramedics. Like, mm-hmm. 
all those sort of little things and all those little experiences and knowledges that you pick up, it's all y- you can bring it into mm. disability and mental health work. Yeah. Transferable so, skills. Yeah, I think yeah. um, like I, I'm exposed to quite a few vets, um, mil- military vets, and they um, they just have a lot of um, transitional skills, I think. Mm. Um, and I think it comes back to that whole – I don't know personally. Obviously, I'm not a vet, but um, I know my dad would feel va- he feels validated when he helps people, mm. um, and I think a validation might be a big part of it because you know if you if you're working in very stressful environments and you you're very capable individual, mm. and you come back to like civilian life and stuff like that, it might be a little mundane for you. Yeah. Um. So you may not get any kind of rush or something like that, but it would help to validate you. Um, by helping other people, mm. and I, th- I think that I think that quite a few vets that I'm exposed to, um, they feel that way about yeah. you know helping and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. no, that's very cool. I like that perspective of it all too. Mm. Perspective, yeah. perspective. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> <back up. laughs> it's also not being able to take all your work stuff home as well, like mentally and emotionally. You know, I have to switch off. You know, mm. like I know for myself what I do because I finish a four fairly. Straight away, I change my shirt. So I get out the work shirt. I do some breath work, a little meditation, and I drive home. Mm. And that's like me just switching off completely. Then, mm. then like my head and emotional state and mindset, mental is all then got away from work and I'm fresh. I'm thinking about home, thinking about my life outside of that. And then when I get to work, I do similar thing. Like I prep myself for the mindset switch change. Now I get into work and then it's like that Monday to Friday. So mm. be able to just have those little switches that I do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I need to practice more breath work. I try to do, you know, some Wim Hof stuff once a week, mm. but I'm shocking at, yeah. like, remembering to do it. But I genuinely – I love the feeling of it. Mm, I definitely need to do it more. But, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. We need to organise a hike again yeah, during the rain. Just, Have you ever literally. hiked in the rain? No, nah, I love Dude. it. You should actually mm. – you should try it. Yeah, it's, come with us next time. It's, uh, it's I'll come with you and I'll um, facilitate a breath yeah, work. Do, that would honestly be – magical like yeah. you sit you sit on this massive boulder at the end of the falls and there is just there's just this power in front of you mm. and you're just doing it's magical man yeah, like yeah. i, I thoroughly sick. thoroughly enjoyed it. it it felt so strange coming back to reality after <laughs> we were like oh shit yeah. the technology oh now we have to walk back what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> no um no i think um uh, yeah, that would be awesome. I'm, I'm definitely keen to do something like that. But I don't know, for, for, for me personally as well, going back to what you said with switching on and off, I, the reason I'm up so late is I, I literally, as soon as I finish work, I'm like at the gym or doing boxing. And by the time I get home, it's like eight, nine o'clock. I eat dinner, it's 10, 10.30. And uh, I know, I, for me, that works. I, I, I like devoting that time. Does it? Yeah, or rock climbing or, or, or yeah. you know, like uh, I just need to be doing something physical. I go crazy if I'm just like sitting down. I think I actually need to practice sitting down more and, <laughs> and just being more like present at home because I'm literally just so always. You'd probably benefit from doing some like pretty hectic breath work stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I probably would. I'd be like, yeah, give me the most hectic breath work. <laughs> I want the DMT one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my head underwater. <laughs> drown me. I said, punch drown me. me in the face. That can be arranged. <laughs> we can definitely do that. <laughs> Just need you to sign here, 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 and yeah. experience. <laughs> Zero liability. One, one, one second. He's the paramedic. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Tyro will give you mouth to mouth. <laughs> just let the tongue animal call yes. it. If He's got luscious lips too. Look at those things. Mouth just all tongue. Jesus. <laughs> I don't think he'll even come back to life. He'll enjoy it. Subconsciously. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just whisper out, it's not the mouth you're supposed to kiss. <laughs> Listen to the health professional. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Licks his finger. <laughs> I'm going to use my strong hand. <laughs> Maybe massage his prostate. That'll get him up. <laughs> get him up, eh? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, we're horrible. <laughs> Let you in here. Ryan. Yeah, I know. I know. I, yeah, Ryan said to me, he was like, bring in the other directors. I was like, are you sure, yeah. man? This is yeah. spicy. <laughs> I was like, we're, we're pretty fucked. <laughs> All right, boys, take your clothes off. <laughs> Next one's gonna be nude music. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that's actually a funny idea. Can you imagine sitting across from someone completely <laughs> nude and just actually trying to have a serious conversation with them? Every single okay. So there's been time. I don't know why, but there has been times where, like, you know, it's been hot. That's what I blame it on lately. Oh. But we've had the video, we've had like mm. video chats on yeah. in the Discord chat, and we've all just had our shirts off. And then I look at this dude's freaking little frame, and he's yeah. just sitting there twisting his nipple like, <laughs> in the Discord chat. <laughs> like you degenerate. It's how he thinks, man. <laughs> hey Tyro, what you doing? Nothing. <laughs> just spinning his areola. Around. Just trying to get your attention, man. Just need some love. <laughs> so he switches on and off. <laughs> camera goes off and you just hear this. <laughs> Why don't I turn the camera off for that? <laughs> That's not what our chat does. Just full disclosure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not what it's like. There's different places for that secret elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Please join our community. <laughs> That's our only fans. <laughs> Subscribe for the exclusive package. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. But going back to what you said before about you do um like MMA or kickboxing. I boxing, mean, boxing, boxing yeah. you do boxing, you do rock climbing, but exercise in itself, that is a way to switch off, you know? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. I use that heaps, like it's amazing. Oh man, I, I can't get enough. Eh? I think I'm a bit of a psycho when it comes to it. Like I'm just... Uh, I can't go like a week without doing something, and I'm I'm, I'm pretty lucky. Like all, all my housemates and stuff, we we all work out. These guys work out. I'm always trying to get more people. I'm like, come down, do boxing with me. Yeah. I just want to hit you in the face. Yeah, I was walking down the hallway, <laughs> and I, I saw I saw you, Ryan. And I saw behind you there's this big fella. I was like, who brought the Hulk? It's fucking Logan. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah, no, he's, no these, these guys are great to work out with. Like, yeah. It's. All different types of like, you know, techniques. Like when you work out with someone new, yeah. someone's always like, I do the bench like this. And you're like, what the fuck? I've been doing this for six years and I've never seen that. This is how you run. <laughs> what do you mean you run with your hands? That's what I was just going like to say. A, be a lot less intimidating. You just start doing a handstand and walking towards Ryan in the hallway. First time I meet him, offering my foot to shake. <laughs> 
Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is Logan. <laughs> Please acknowledge me. <laughs> when, when I meet the other director, I'm just going to cartwheel down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> he would just be like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> he would just leave. <laughs> I was be butt naked by coming. <laughs> Locks the door. <laughs> he, he was like, so this is what's going on. This is your podcast. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pod involved, definitely. <laughs> and maybe a cast after if you're lucky. Yeah, take, take your fucking pants <laughs> off. <laughs> this is my casting couch. <laughs> It's just the it's just the initial inspection you have to get past Matt. Come on, you get We it. all had to do it. We all had to do it, Lewis. It's just your turn now. It's just a you just take Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we actually got him to do it, holy shit. <laughs> no, no. He's a he's a good guy. We'll we'll, we'll drag him along eventually. <laughs> so how long how long have you guys been working out for? Because you know, obviously you just look like you work out. <laughs> I took a bit of a hiatus on working out, to be honest. I, I ran into a pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so literally. <laughs> once I had a knee reconstruction, my workout schedule just went down the toilet. Um, so I was, yeah, I know. I actually pretty, I struggle with my leg for, I still struggle with my leg. So like running and stuff's off the table for me. So usually when I wanted to shred weight, I would just run like every day. Um, but that's just not possible for me at the moment. So I'm just too, I'm too fat to... <laughs> See, I'm like, walking's like my knee's just like dude I don't know you seem to run towards trash every day <laughs> the only time I run is to the toilet bro <laughs> the fridge after I had dirty Mexican food <laughs> Uber Eats is at your door <laughs> yeah running, running out like half naked hey, like you're, you're, you're on like Discord <laughs> I've lost count how many times you're on Discord oh, fuck my fruit's hit <laughs> <laughs> In and out of the chair, like <laughs> so the chair going flying into the wall. <laughs> we try to work out most days, don't we? Yeah. I guess uh, yeah. now, when, nowadays, when I can drag you to the gym, yeah, because no, it's actually good to go with people because I lack motivation sometimes. And these guys work just literally like a minute away from the gym. I, I so, like, I live literally there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can just walk there. Yeah. And I have to drive from Maruchidor there. So it's kind of. Sounds like It's not even out of the way, really. <laughs> Doesn't it? It's good, though, because it motivates me. I, like, if, if I was to only rely on myself to go, I'd probably struggle. Yeah. That's one of the things I do struggle with sometimes is just motivation to do certain things. So, mm. yeah. I think we, we, we all but get Then it. I go there and, you know, I lift heavier than like Tyro, so it's fine. It's not big Only because it's a bloody trash bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so f- for context, these guys, call, you know how they've been referring to me as the bin chicken this yeah. whole time? Yeah. So there was a there was a time where we were working, like, Tyro and I were working at the Sunshine Plaza um, and I would do like afternoon shifts there all the time. And... The uh, the tenants loved me at like the food shop, so they I just go around every single afternoon. Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, you got some, you know, free <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Anything you're throwing out? Yeah. Oh no, where else? I'll take it off your hands. Yeah, yeah. So I get like free sushi and like Chinese and stuff like that, like all the time. And I just True. bring it back to the office, just full in my hands. Like here you go, guys. <laughs> so then they started calling me the Ibis. And so. The bin chicken was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys wanted to get a a, a um. Uh, Ibis tattoo. Mm. They're like, "Oh, would you get one if we go?" And I was like, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a fucking ibis on me, bro. Like. But it's you, bro. Come on. It's a <laughs> spirit animal. It's all about perspective. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe a different perspective of the ibis. <laughs> it can be a symbol. Do <laughs> I don't want to have that symbol. <laughs> I'm not getting a chicken on me. Uh, <laughs> <Being a> chicken. <laughs> I told you, if we all do it, then we're all in it together. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, you have to convince Lewis to do it. We already have matching tattoos. It's kind of gay already. <laughs> He's got on his wrist and I've got it around my neck. What is it? Is it the grinder logo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the coordinates of our first date <laughs> in Norse. Because <laughs> it was in Norway, it was really romantic. Ryan's Ryan's currently earning his, but it, it just it just says "Meet me in Valhalla, brother." Yeah, basically. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of like cute, I guess. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. You guys are right. Made me blush. <laughs> you want one? <laughs> now <laughs> Let's go <laughs> Get the tattoo gun We bring it everywhere <laughs> No Yeah That's cool What's what's some of um, Looking forward now For Pantheon Like if people want to know More information about it Where can they find it Details about it And just a general rundown um, well, mainly like Just hit up either You know Our personal Instagrams Or our Pantheon um, support services, Instagram or our Facebook, email, anything like that. Just, mm. just send us a message, um, and w- we're pretty good at replying. Like we'll, yeah. we reply pretty quickly. Um, we're getting our website done up. Yeah, we we had one. We yes, yeah, so we one. actually yeah, we got a guy who's been developing a website for um one of this this head dude at Amazon or something like that. Yeah. yeah so m- Lewis has some hectic connections with like just people in the business realm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Considering um, how antisocial he is. No. <laughs> yeah, he's just a hermit. You just go, he, you go to his house and it's just like these two plasma curve TVs. Like he's just sitting in front of it. Like this little. Have you moved? <laughs> Not in six days. <laughs> Where have you peed? I don't need to. I just refuse. I sweat it out. I metabolize it. <laughs> and I grow my beard longer. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can message us at any of our emails. So my personal is Logan uh, at PantheonSupportServices.com. Um, and if anyone does need, I guess, like a support worker or, or someone who is actually looking for a support worker as well, um, you could message any of us. Really, all of our phones and thing. my my phone number is zero double four double eight double three six three five. Please don't spam me. Speed dial. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, we're happy to sort of bring on talk to anyone. We just want to make sure that people are getting matched appropriately, and so we can provide quality care and everything like that as well. Yeah. Um, so, and then in terms of our um, Discord chat and everything, if you want to be part of our community as well, you can you can just send a message to logan.r.baker uh, <laughs> on Instagram, and um, yeah, I'll flick you a message, um, and then I'll get you in the in the chat. So if anyone wants to, even if you mm-hmm. want to, yeah. can if you want, we're good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I mean, you, if you deal with heaps of youth thing. and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, yeah feel free to do just, it because that'd be awesome. we play games and yeah, yeah. We'll just prepare to see Tara's nipples <laughs> at <laughs> some point. Okay, yep. that's that's not happening. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll. <laughs> Only for the children. <laughs> That's a premium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, oh, we'd, lo- we'd love to have more people in our community just yeah. to, to spread the word and, and get more. Pri- pri- oh, we've got like, I think we've got like four, g- we've got four girls in there now too, yeah, so, which is great. And one of them, we've got like two streamers now um, who are, 
um, ambassadors and we're looking for more brand ambassadors for Aegis as well. So congratulations, Ryan. You're our latest brand ambassador. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was you, not told. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if, you know, if you're interested in coming on as a brand ambassador as well, sick. like, yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd love to have you as well. That'd be fantastic. We'll, we'll take everyone we can. Yeah. We'll take over the world. <laughs> 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 but yeah we want to organise like hikes and stuff coming up too so like if you know anyone we get like a big group yeah. together that would be amazing we did a um, a climb not that long ago um, Sunrise Sunrise yeah at Gungun that, that was really awesome oh that's right yeah that I forgot you guys did that yeah, yeah. so we'll have to tee up some of that yeah that yeah, that'd be, awesome. yeah that'd be awesome I love hiking in the rain. It's like my. It's actually yeah. like one of my favorite things. That's what I want to do now. I'll do that and a bit of breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. it was freaking magical. Yeah. I can't. I actually cannot stress enough how how amazing that is. Yeah. It was such a healing experience. Mm. That'd be good to get onto the the camping stuff as well that we're yeah. going to do. Yeah. yeah so like we have access to a campsite um, called Brulu Park. Shout yeah. out to Brulu Park. Um, <laughs> but they are um they're basically uh, Lewis's family owns it. Mm. Um, and that's just near Imbul. So we want to oh, organize these big, like sort of mental health, um, sort of retreats, mm. um, just for, like big, we can organize like a big group of dudes. We could, you know, mix gender, whatever it is. Um, and it will just be a face to face platform for people to be able to come together, talk about their issues if they want to just have a good time, hang yeah. out in nature. Like it's a good spot there too. You, there's actually a little bit of fishing You can go horseback riding there. Yeah. Well, um, I'm trying to actually tee up um, some hunting out there for, um, they've got like deer and things like that yeah that's that's do wild. some gel balling out there yeah yeah you can yeah. bring like your gel blasters yeah. we can do some gel okay. blasting games bring some like axe throwing like like targets and yeah. do some axe throwing and stuff like that yeah, yeah good to sick. break it up to sort of have like that outdoor sort of experiences mm. and mental health sort of gatherings and that compared to what we've got going on with the online space yeah, yeah. like, like we um, get the, the best of both worlds obviously like disconnecting to reconnect. I love that yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. That's sick. Just for people to like, if they feel comfortable, it's just all about yeah, your comfortability yeah. factor. Like whether or not um, the the goal, of, like ideally, would be to obviously the, the on, online platforms for more Australia wide for people who can't be accessed face to face locally. Mm. Um, but for the ones local who want to come along and do that sort of stuff, I'm pretty sure. I was actually talking to Lewis yesterday. I haven't told you boys yet, but um, yeah, we are teeing up a camping trip very soon. Mm. So lovely. We'll, um, yeah, we'll let you know about that when it happens as yeah, well. We if, if you'd like to come, more, more than welcome, mate. mate That's good. Don't come. Camping <laughs> ground, <laughs> so we can get a lot of people there, which is good. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, it's a good time out there. No, that'd be awesome. I think, yeah, that's kind of what the direction that Pantheon's kind of heading in. Get it, get more, more and more involved. Just, just slowly, just increase the services that we can provide and increase our skills personally, as you know, um, business owners, and then increase that ergo that to our staff and increase what we can provide to our clients and, and our affiliations yeah. as well yeah, with local yeah. business yeah. and. Yeah, and things as well like that's what we intend to do with yeah. we want pantheon and and aegis to yeah. be synergistically working together um, i just want to be that just a support company that just yeah. works with clients yeah it'd be great to sort of five basis provide kind of a thing. ton of services yeah. yeah what's the catchment for pantheon at the moment like what location is it just sunny coast sunny south coast. queensland yeah yeah, yeah. 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 south east just sick yeah, yeah. 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 So i want to expand it <coughs> obviously more but we've got to start somewhere so, so. somewhere yeah that's yeah awesome yeah. I'm excited for everything that's coming. It's all mm. dope ideas which need to be in the world. I'm glad that you guys are doing it. No, oh, cheers, man. No, appreciate that. Much appreciated. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Do any of you have any last <laughs> comments or anything you just want to say before we wrap this up? 
Um, just thank you again for giving us this experience yeah. to come oh, come awesome, here. Man. Like I know I I love being on here and and and, and bringing these guys on board, and um you know like uh, I love being able to be given the opportunity to be thankful for like the people that have helped you know create Pantheon. So thank you to you, to you both. And shout out Just to you. Just so both. welcome, Ryan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he now retracts that. It's just me. <laughs> Can you just cut that from, from that? Thank you. <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, thank you to yourself for like, you know, promoting this. And it gives us a platform that we can, mm. you know, um, educate people and, and talk, you know, realistically as people. Because, you know, it's one thing to, you know, see the company, but then it's another to get to know us as directors and as people. So yeah. thank you for this opportunity. And um, yeah, no. Yeah. And if you have anything on in the future too, you just want to come on and talk about it, I'm more than happy. Whatever, just hit me up and yeah, we'll get this ball rolling. Yeah. Well, as soon as we get all this stuff sort of squared away, I think yeah. we can start hitting things yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. And smashing out a lot of stuff. I think, I think the person you need the most on is my, my brother would be. Yeah, mm, I would like, actually love to see that. that. Oh, I would pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be prepared. It'll be funny. That's sick. I'm keen for that. Yeah, you yeah. think we abuse each other? He's just. He is, he is another. He'll hit you in ways you didn't even know that you could hurt him. <laughs> like it's like, oh, oh, that was a good one though. Respect. Yeah, I'm hurting, but that was great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's awesome. But um, yeah, thank you for coming on. I'll obviously link everything in the bio for everyone listening, and this will be to be continued. Awesome. Oh, appreciate it, mate. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Cheers, Lila.